Two Devils games have been postponed due to COVID concerns. And also, what are my thoughts about Jack Hughes and his overall leadership production going into these next few games? We have a lot to discuss in this episode because the Devils are on the outside looking in. And quite honestly, things are starting to look up, especially since we're about to play a soft part in our schedule. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. Elias scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodor has got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked on Devils podcast here on the Locked on Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And to begin this episode, I have a bit of bad news to share with you guys. So two upcoming games for the New Jersey Devils have been postponed due to COVID concerns. One is against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the other is against the Montreal Canadiens. So interesting fact for you guys, uh, there are 20 players, yes, 20 players on the Montreal Canadiens roster that are currently in COVID protocol. Both of those games would have been on the road for the New Jersey Devils, as in they would have had to cross the border, get into Canada to play those respective teams. As you guys know, Canada is very strict on their COVID procedures. In fact, at the Bell Center, nobody is allowed to attend the Montreal Canadiens game for the foreseeable future. We've been seeing this a lot around the league. A lot of these uh, games in which teams have to go either out west or they have to enter the Canadian border. We, we've been seeing a lot of these uh, Canadian-American matchups be postponed due to COVID concerns. It's obviously getting larger and larger and larger. Like, you know, I keep tabs on the Seattle Kraken due to my affiliation with them somewhat. And they have to, like, make up, like, six or seven games already due to the fact that they're, they're supposed to be playing, like, the Canucks. They're supposed to be playing, like, the Orioles are supposed to be like, you know, traveling uh, across the border and yet the, their games are uh, continue to get postponed. So the same is being said for the New Jersey Devils. So this is good news, but it's also bad news for the Devils. So if you guys missed the last episode, I basically talked about the injury situation for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, to give you guys a bit of a recap, Dougie Hamilton, unfortunately, he is going to have to get surgery to repair his facial fracture of uh, an injury that he sustained by taking a puck to the face. I wish him all the best. I don't know how long he's going to be out. They haven't revealed the severity of it. Uh, I, I just hope it's not that big of a surgery and that maybe he'll be back in a couple weeks. But uh, a source I saw from yesterday said that he would be out for at least three games. But we all know it's going to be much, much, much longer than that. Nico Heizer, uh, there was fear around the organization that maybe he had broke something in his foot. Thankfully, that is not the case. He is listed day to day and I think he's going to be a game time decision. And then obviously we have Jonathan Bernier. He got surgery just recently to repair his right hip. Looks like he is in good spirits. Looks like he is doing well. Then Zaka and Sharon Govich are both on the COVID protocol list. So ultimately, you know, we're down a lot of players and I was looking at the schedule and I was just like, you know what, if this were to happen to the Devils, I guess this time period, it's it's okay because the, the next few teams that we got to face, the only team that I was concerned about were the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning because both of them are, you know, atop of their respective conference. And I'm just like, okay, so that, that might be a little concerning because we might need all hands on deck in order to come out victorious. Then again, we were able to beat the Lightning in upset victory without Jack Hughes. But, you know, uh, sometimes a blind squirrel will find a nut. But ultimately, I was just like, okay, I, I was a little concerned, but I was just like, okay, so we're going against the Blue Jackets. We're going against the Islanders. We're going against the Coyotes. We're going against the Canadians. So we would need an absolute catastrophic effort to come out on the losing end, despite being down so many players. But 
Um, so the, the game getting postponed for the Toronto Maple Leafs, that's the good news for us because obviously they are a good team. We're not at full strength and it's just like we're arguably missing a couple of our best players and a couple other players who could contribute to us potentially getting the victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs. So while the circumstances can be frustrating, while the circumstances are a little concerning, at the same time, it is a blessing in disguise because I would much rather that game be postponed and give us more time to get our players back and healthy and ready to take on uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs at 100% capacity compared to like having to take them on right now. And maybe we're missing Nico Heizer. Maybe he has a setback in his uh, return because at this point, it's really up to Nico Heizer if he wants to return or not. It depends on what his pain tolerance is. And like I said at the time of this recording when this episode goes live uh, I presume that he's going to be a game time decision and then with uh, Dougie Hamilton I just want him uh, to just take his time in returning he get a surgery and he come back in a few weeks and then uh, Sharon Govich and Zaka will be off COVID protocol hopefully in the next few days and then um, you know then then we finally have our team back and hopefully we could get back on a little bit of a win streak but with the team that we have right now with the roster structure currently as it is I just really don't see us beating the Toronto Maple Leafs I don't see us being the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, just taking one of those good teams off the schedule for right now temporarily, I think that's a blessing in disguise for the Devils organization. I think that's a huge burden lifted off their shoulders. Now on the Montreal Canadiens side of things, that's a little bit, uh, you know, that, that could be a little frustrating for the Devils just because I, I talked about it when the when the game against the Ottawa Senators had to be postponed uh, a couple weeks just because like the Devils were uh, entering a tough part of their schedule. I felt like the Ottawa Senators, that was a gimme win. Uh, clearly, we didn't win against them. But still, um, you know, I, I felt as though, the, you know, you, you really just hate to see those quote unquote gimme wins just slip by you or just get delayed a little bit because I, the Devils need all the momentum they could potentially get. But for right now, I, I think our only team that we have to worry about in this next five or so game stretch is the Tampa Bay Lightning because I think we can handle the Coyotes. I think we can handle the Islanders. And I'm not really concerned about the Columbus Blue Jackets. However, this is going to be a little bit of a two game uh, set series against the Blue Jackets. So if we dominate the, in game number one, then game number two might be a totally different story but you know I'm getting a little ahead of myself so ultimately at the end of the day the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens we're gonna have to wait before we cross the border to face them and I kind of saw it coming a mile away which is why I said uh when the Edmonton Oilers came into town I was glad that the game was played uh at our home ice uh, at the Prudential Center just because I felt as though if we traveled to Edmonton then uh that game is going to get postponed and then the next few games for the Devils are going to have to be postponed due to us being in close proximity with the Edmonton Oilers in Canada whatever the case might be because like I said Canada is much stricter about their COVID procedure than uh where we're at in the states so ultimately I, I kind of saw the postponement of the Canadians and the Maple Leafs uh game coming however you know I, I was just hoping that maybe we could still complete it but at the end of the day uh, I think this is a blessing in disguise the Montreal Canadiens they can wait to get their uh, butts kicked by us and the Toronto Maple Leafs we can wait until we get a few of our players back so that way we kind of stand a, a better chance against them so I'm not sure if we'll have Dougie Hamilton back because right now, while I'm looking at the schedule, it looks like that the makeup game between the, the Maple Leafs and Devils will be played 
on uh, February 1st. So hopefully Dougie Hamilton is back by then. That'll give Dougie Hamilton about a month to, to return to action. But then again, you know, we got a few other teams to worry about uh, before we before we play the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that's a little concerning. But ultimately, uh, I, I'd say the, the schedule is going to get harder after January 19th because then we got the Hurricanes, we got the Kings, we got the Stars, we got the Lightning. Uh, once again, then we got the Hurricanes, then we got the Maple Leafs. So I'm just hoping uh, these next couple of weeks, the Devils just use it as a recovery process. So that way we can start to get our team back together once again. So once again, Sharon Govich and Zaka will be removed off COVID procedures. Nico Heizer, uh, he is listed day-to-day. And then Dougie Hamilton, I have no idea uh, how long he's going to be out. Everything I say about Dougie Hamilton and the severity of his injury, how long he'll be out, is pure speculation. I cannot reiterate that enough. But ultimately, currently, where we stand right now, uh, that that's what's going on scheduling-wise for the New Jersey Devils. And uh, that's all I have for you guys in this first segment. And you know what the devils in their next game against the columbus blue jackets they're going to need some energy because they cannot come out flat-footed since we are down a couple men so uh, you know what they need to take? They need to take a built bar. So it's the new year. And you know what that means? That means resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan. Built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built bar makes uh, it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it up. Unlike other protein bars that can be chalky or waxy or taste like chemical spill, you want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring by like week three, you're just thinking, this is not worth it. Where's that chocolate? Built bar has uh, you covered because it is covered in 100% real chocolate. However, it is very healthy as well. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to your secret stash at home, in the pantry, at the office, or even in your car, wherever you keep it. Throw out all the sugary or calorie-filled treats like your wife told you to do and replace them with Built Bars so that way when you're craving a snack or a treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least taste something good that is good for you. That way you can enjoy a delicious Built Bar for, and you can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. You got coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. So the offer is go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And you know what? Uh, while we're at it, I want you guys to also go to betonline.ag. So BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay, so we've been talking the last couple days about the New Jersey Devils being short of players, but here's one player that I feel as though can lead us to victory in our next few games because Nico Heischer is out, Dougie Hamilton is out, so the burden is going to be placed on Jack Hughes' shoulders. And I talked a little bit about Jack Hughes' production in yesterday's episode. I talked about during the course of the Boston Bruins game. Game, 
MSG put up this interesting stat about his overall production. I said, while I was not aware of this, I was not surprised by it either. So going into the Boston Bruins game during the course of the Devils three game win streak, Jack Hughes was responsible for 57% of the New Jersey Devils goals, whether he scored them himself or he assisted on them. So I, I talked about uh, a little bit about this in yesterday's episode as well, just how Jack Hughes, we're going to have to rely on his production. We're going to have to rely on his speed, his agility, and just his overall uh, capability of facilitating the rink for the New Jersey Devils and just making the players around him better. Because like I said, moments ago, Nico Heizer is out, Dougie Hamilton is out. So it's going to be up to Jack Hughes to basically lead us to victory and basically uh, keep us uh, floating above water, just treading the water like like doggy paddles just a little bit. So uh, over the past five or so games, Jack Hughes is leading the New Jersey Devils in pretty much every offensive statistical category. So he's leading the Devils in points, goals, assists, and also plus minus. So uh, over the last five games, he has nine points, three goals, six assists, and a plus minus of plus four. And he was the NHL's second star of the week uh, due to his uh, great production and the fact that the New Jersey Devils were on a three-game win streak. So I said that Jack Hughes is coming into fruition. He's uh, looking much better this year compared to last year. And despite missing a whole lot of games, it looks like he isn't skipping a beat. It took him a while to just get back into the swing of things. But overall, he's on the right pace because in 17 games played this season, he has eight goals, nine assists for a grand total of 17 points. He needs to get his plus minus up a little bit. It's at negative four. But like I said during the past five games he has a plus minus a plus four so he's working on it and Bryce Salvador even said this said that Jack Hughes is right now a point per game player right now so uh, it's getting to the point where Jack Hughes is expected to get at least one point in each game so hopefully we could see the same thing during the course of these next few games because like I said I don't know how long Nico Heizer is going to be out it's going to be up to him he's listed day to day Dougie Hamilton he's out for the foreseeable future but ultimately I'm not nervous because Jack Hughes is arguably our best player on this roster and when looking at the line combination so our top line is him Tatar and Brat so he needs to really rely on Brat to do a lot of the scoring if, if it's not Jack Hughes then Brat has to do the scoring and I'm relying on Jack Hughes to really get Tatar going during these next few or so games because I said Tatar is a top six player so now's the time for Tatar to actually prove why he was signed by the New Jersey Devils why the Montreal Canadiens made a big mistake by benching him during the course of their uh, Stanley Cup finals run so here's his chance and because right now uh, when we're looking at the players underneath Jack Hughes it's not really a winning combination so we got Dawson Mercer Andreas Janssen and Yanni Kwokinen so you know Dawson Mercer in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy Andreas Janssen has gone a little silent during the past few games. I'm looking for some sort of impact from Andreas Janssen because if he's not producing on the offensive side of things, he's certainly not helping us defensively either. And Yanni Kwokinen uh, back in the top six. So prove why you belong, Quok. And then uh, we got our energy line of McLeod, Stunich, and Bastion. So Bastion was a great pickup for the New Jersey Devils because he he played so well for us last year. Unfortunately, got waived by a Seattle Kraken. And uh, ultimately, we just said, you know what? If the Kraken don't appreciate you, we certainly 
they do. And then we got Bolquist, Gearston, and Holtz. And it just seems like the game is just too fast for Holtz. Gearston does nothing but get penalty majors. And Bolquist, sometimes I even forget he's on the rink, quite honestly. And then for our defensive pairing, we got Siegenthaler and Severson, Graves and Subban, Smith and Yarrow. So ultimately, our, our best player right now is Jack Hughes. So Jack Hughes, is it's his responsibility to, um, to do most of the scoring for the New Jersey Devils. We need him to do what he's been doing during our win streak, which is he needs to continue to contribute at a high level for our goals or our assists, whatever the case might be, because most of the scoring is going to be coming from his respective line. Uh, whenever Jack Hughes is out there, great things happen. And I even tweeted this out a couple days ago. I said, it is Jack Hughes's time to shine and basically show everyone what he's capable of. Because if Jack Hughes is able to lead us to, let's say, another three-game win streak and Heizer is, you know, working on a bum foot, Dougie Hamilton is out for an extended period of time, uh, Sharon Govich and Zaka, you know, two players who aren't really the leaders of our team, but great contributors to our organization and just a bonus to have, then Jack Hughes is really making a case for himself as to why he was the first overall pick just a couple years ago. And he's showing everyone why he isn't a bust because I feel as though Jack Hughes has shown to the Devils organization why he is, you know, worth the first overall pick. However, I feel as though the rest of the league just hasn't taken exception to Jack Hughes quite yet. They're starting to, but here's the perfect opportunity for Jack Hughes because like you're obviously the best player. I just listed the players underneath you in terms of the line combination. I, I, the, the second line is pretty much the only line that I could trust because uh, while I like McLeod, Bastion, Stundich, I just, I'm not expecting much from them. They're just there to provide a spark and just to, you know, um, bring the energy. Like I said, that's why they're the energy line minus Miles Wood. And then you got Boquist, Gearston, and Holtz. And Holtz, unfortunately, is just not NHL ready. Boquist, I forget he's out there. And like I said, Gearston does nothing but get penalty majors. So it's just like um, Jack Hughes is right now uh, our safe haven. He is the person to carry us to victory. He is going to be the person whose shoulder we lean on to, to get these victories. And like I said, this is easy pickings for the New Jersey Devils. Here's an opportunity to just stat pad a little bit because you got the Columbus Blue Jackets twice. Uh, Lightning, that's a little concerning, like I said. Then you got the Islanders and then you got the Coyotes. So for these next five matchups, and I'm going to do a little bit of a bold prediction, there is no reason why the New Jersey Devils can't win four out of those five, or at the very least, three out of those five. I am that confident in the New Jersey Devils, and you should be too, because like I said, those teams aren't really threats. They're not teams that you fear. And with Jack Hughes, who is our best player, and hopefully Mackenzie Blackwood can find the puck well, and he's back in it, and he just sort of had a snap out of it, wake-up call, I, I really don't see the New Jersey Devils just dropping no more than two of those games. Like, seriously, like, I, I expect them to take one out of two against the Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't expect them to win against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, if I'm being completely honest. Not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but that's just my job. I have to uh, make my predictions. And then Islanders and Coyotes, there is no reason why we should lose those uh, two respective games. There's zero, zero reason why we should lose against the Coyotes or the Islanders. Both of them are at the bottom in their respective divisions. So uh, the Coyotes in the Central Division and then obviously the Islanders in the Metropolitan Division, same as us. So uh, like I said, no reason why we should not beat the Coyotes or the Islanders. And quite honestly, maybe we can do a two-game sweep uh, against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, quite honestly. So those are my predictions going into the next five or so games. You heard it here first.
So when looking at these next couple of matchups for the New Jersey Devils against the Columbus Blue Jackets, this is going to be really critical for us because here we are. We're on the outside looking in. I, I've said this many times before. I said this during the course of our extended Christmas break. I said this uh, a few weeks going into December, whatever the case might be. I've been saying this for a long, long time. The New Jersey Devils, we're not doing ourselves any favors. We are down. Don't get me wrong, but we are certainly not out because when we're looking at the Metropolitan Division standings, so like I said, the Rangers, uh, Capitals, and Hurricanes, those are your top three teams. Then you got the Pittsburgh Penguins just trying to compete with them, but then you got the Flyers, 32 points, the Jackets, 31 points the devils us 31 points and then you got the islanders 26 so i know i did these pity party episodes i did sulk in my own misery during this christmas break because i was frustrated that the new jersey devils were on a six game losing streak but quite honestly for any of you non-devils listeners that are listening to my show which by the way i don't know why you would be doing so in the first place but welcome you'd be frustrated too if your team dropped six in a row just saying so if we're looking at the playoff uh, picture right now the boston bruins would have the second wild card spot along with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Bruins would be playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Pittsburgh Penguins would be playing the New York Rangers. So uh, here's the thing. We are five points behind the Boston Bruins. We didn't do ourselves any favors by dropping our last matchup against the Boston Bruins because like I said, we could have done ourselves wondrous of things if we would have come out victorious. But unfortunately, it just wasn't a good day for our organization. We received uh, too much bad news at once and uh, going into that game, Mackenzie Blackwood was out of it. We made too many careless mistakes. We were too inconsistent. It wasn't our worst showing, wasn't our best. I said it was somewhere in the middle, if I was being completely honest. But right now, like I said, if the season were to end right now, we're still in the hunt, we're not out of it, and we're trailing the Boston Bruins by five points despite all of our struggles, despite all the rumors, despite all the heartaches, despite everything that's happened so far, we still have plenty of season left. But right now, we, we are still in a pretty decent position to possibly nab a wild card spot. We're just five points behind the Boston Bruins. So attention, Jack Hughes and the entire Devils organization. Here's a chance for you to just rack up the points. These next five matchups, I, I'd say the only game that you're allowed to drop, and I will not complain once about it unless you absolutely crap the bed, is against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The rest of those games, you have got to win because you are right now battling with the Columbus Blue. Blue Jackets, if you're able to just swipe like just one of those games or even half of that game. So if you're only able to get a point out of it, you're still doing yourselves a huge favor in the standing. So you got to get at all four points at the very least three points. So um, obviously I, the, that kind of prediction has not gone well for me in the past, but I am com very confident in Jack Hughes to try to lead this uh, team to victory. And I swear to God, if Jack Hughes is uh, a scratch for tomorrow due to an injury that he sustained in, in morning skate or something like that, I am going to flip. So hopefully in our next matchup against the Columbus Blue Jackets were able to get those crucial points because like I said guys it's still relatively early in the season we still have plenty of season to be played but those points start to add up towards the end of the year and you're going to be kicking yourself if the Devils are just like a couple points out of the wild card position or if they fall into a funk once again and they're unable to climb out of it these things do matter and um, like I said it, it gives our players who are injured who are in COVID protocol it, it it gives them that extra just assurance that they don't have to come back right away. So I'm really relying on Jack Hughes to be our Superman during these next five games or so just because we need it. And it gives, uh, like I said, those players that are currently injured or in COVID protocol just gives them time. So they're now in no rush to return just so they could get back to just being healthy and they could contribute at the high level that I know that they're capable of doing. So my overall prediction for the Devils, once again,
again, and I'm going to say it for the final time, is that during our next five games, I am expecting for them to get, at the very most, uh, four wins, or at the very least, three wins, because I don't really see them dropping a game against the Islanders or against the Coyotes, but um, I wouldn't put it past them either. But that's just thinking a little too far ahead. I still got to cover both of those respective games, uh, whether it goes right, whether it goes wrong. I'm just hoping that I'm smiling ear to ear when I'm doing it, and hopefully I'm not looking like a fool. So let me know what you guys think about the Devils so far going into these next five games. Do you think the Devils are capable of taking four out of five or maybe three out of five? What are your opinions about us taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets for these next two games? And what are your opinions about the New Jersey Devils potentially getting that wild card playoffs? Spot. So let me know what you guys think. I locked on Devils as for today's episode. That's all the time I have for you guys. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode.